We are stuck in a very strange place and time, and conspiracy theories are rampant nowadays to the point where it is difficult to draw the line between fact and fiction. I'm your host, Ethan Bridges, and welcome to Conspiracy Me. Currently you are awake. Currently you are sitting and listening and relaxing. Are you relaxed? Is your mind at ease? Listen to my voice as I guide you to help you become a better person and to feel better about yourself. Let the content warning rise. You could be in danger at any moment. So take care. The idea of hypnotism has always fascinated me. I would love to be able to not control my body and let someone make me do silly things while I seem unconscious. It sounds like a fun party trick, but in order for you to be hypnotized, you must first believe that it works. If not, you will never get into that deep slumber of awake and asleep. It is in that mid-sleep layer that the party tricks can begin. It is the in-between where you are asleep, but you are still conscious of your surroundings. This is where night terrors can occur, and you wake yourself up with a jolt because of a weird dream you were having. But what if you could conduct self-hypnosis to create a better mindset, not just in your life, but in others as well? This idea that you can con your mind into artificial situations in order to create false memories. This idea shares viewpoints from previous episodes like Rhonda Burns' The Secret and The Mandela Effect. Our mind is a very complex entity that creates scenarios to prepare us for our flight-or-fight responses, our true survival mode, our concept of time, and our memories and imagination. But in order to create a totally new false narrative for your life seems far-fetched, right? Christine Blasey Ford wrote a research article in 2008 titled Meditation with Yoga, Group Therapy with Hypnosis, Psychoeducation for Long-Term Depressed Mood, a Randomized Pilot Trial. In this study, the participants were taught self-hypnosis to create artificial situations. So how does this fall into the realm of conspiracy? Let us go back to 2018, to the Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's nomination trial. Ford accused Kavanaugh of sexually assaulting her during their high school years. Right-wing conservatives, especially via Fox News, claimed that Ford repressed her memories for so many years until Kavanaugh was nominated for Supreme Court justice, even to the point where Jeanine Piero said, and I quote, My question is, if there's something awry going on, was there hypnosis? Are they using confabulation? End quote. I'm not at all claiming that Ford was lying or used this type of self-hypnosis to rediscover a traumatic situation with a sexual predator. Sexual assault always flies under the radar when it comes to trials such as these. It is not that the sexual assault survivor suddenly remembers what happened to them, but it is doused under a layer of fear and disgust of what happened to them that they are afraid to speak out against the assaulting party because more than likely the assaulting party is a person of extreme power and could hurt the survivor in a myriad of ways. But I digress. 
But why would these right-wing belief people lean toward the idea that Ford self-hypnotized herself before the trial to give a false testimony? Many mentalists oppose the idea of hypnotizing yourself into believing a lie. They know that hypnosis can relax a person to lessen chronic pain, but when it comes to altering your sub or conscious mind, that idea is considered a pseudoscience. You cannot use self-hypnotism to create false memories. When I return, I will go a little deeper into the power of suggestion. Remain still and don't move. I will be back. In the 1970s, after the success of I Love Lucy and the Lucy and Desi Comedy Hour, Lucille Ball created the wacky character Lucy Carmichael, a bank secretary to the banker Mr. Mooney. In one episode, Mr. Mooney has trouble falling asleep. Lucy suggests that he goes to see a hypnotist to help him get the sleep he needs. In a wacky turn of events, Mr. Mooney goes but says he doesn't believe in hypnotism. The hypnotist does her act making the participants do outrageous gestures, until at last she tells Mr. Mooney that before he goes to sleep, to say, 99 Snooky Ookums, to go to sleep. He believes that it is hogwash and says 99 Snooky Ookums, and he falls into a deep slumber. How does the power of suggestion work? If our mind is so powerful, how can people become naive or gullible? Is it a lack of knowledge or a lack of understanding? Psychologists claim that we can repress traumatic memories if they are bad enough. One might have a dream that strikes a chord with the repressed memory to have it resurface. That person may believe that the memory is a dream, but they could be flooded with sudden emotions and memory of why it was repressed in the first place. There is, however, a way to have memories resurface, and they can be both real and imagined. Recovered memory therapy is a method that can bring back repressed memories, but it is very controversial. This is the method theorists claim that Ford happened to participate in to regain this repressed memory of Kavanaugh. The pseudoscience was heavily practiced in the mainstream 1980s. The publication of Michelle Remembers sparked what is known today as Satanic Panic. Yet another moral panic scheme to put fear into the hearts of millions with false narratives and ideas about children of the 1980s. In the book, Michelle Smith used recovered memory therapy to claim that she was part of a satanic ritual abuse. The book was heavily marketed using this moral panic to have middle-class mothers read the book and did everything to protect their children. This is part of the reason why the 1980s produced so many drug PSAs, to strike the fear into parents of this time because this sub-belief that there are Satanists out there to hurt these innocent children. The book had no scientific evidence and was marked as pop culture and fiction, but it was the theory that these people remembered this book and tied a link between what was happening in the book to what was happening in 2018. The hysteria behind the satanic panic was resurfaced as a repressed memory, only to prove certain people's points about how Ford was hypnotized to speak against Brett Kavanaugh. It is this moral panic that gives way to Pizzagate and QAnon. In the words of George Kresge, and I quote, 
When they're propagating these theories, we have a new factor in our culture. We have mass suggestibility, and the internet reinforces things. We have the power to make things so contagious they can get out of control, end quote. If the power of suggestion is anything, I suggest you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and GoodPod. And please, make it contagious. Spread it like wildfire. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Conspiracy Me. Until next time, I'm your host, Ethan Bridges. Be careful, and don't say I didn't warn you. This has been an Ebb and Flow production. To contact me, please email me at conspiracymepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at ConspiracyMePod, and give Conspiracy Me a review on Apple Podcast, or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. For listener support, please visit anger.fm backslash conspiracy dash me backslash support.